Hi guys, thanks for joining us again. Uh, this is Ashley Williams, Legacy Farms Coffee in Cerro Bueno, Honduras. Uh, this week, uh, we were finishing up answering some questions from uh, some of you guys that uh, were asking about our workers on the farm. Uh, the title of this one is Santiago and Pedro, but I could not find a picture of the two guys together. This is the baby, is what, the, what is Pedro calls him, uh, Santiago. He was the last born of about six or seven kids. So they call him the baby, although he's a big guy. He's actually sewing up a bag. It's hard to tell, but it's a bag of coffee that's getting ready to load it in the truck and take back out to the farm. Uh, this day, we were actually working at Anna's farm, and he's helping sew up some bags that uh, Anna picked on her farm. And because they didn't have a truck, we, uh, we used our truck and brought their coffee in and pulped it for him and then dried it for him. Uh, San Diego and Pedro are two brothers. Their houses are right next to each other. And between the two of them, they have 11 kids. They both have a wife. The mom still lives with them. And there's a sister that still lives with them, that special needs. So I don't know what the math is. It's like 15 or 16 people. They were all sharing. Uh, one house had a bathroom and the other house had a shower and bathroom. So all of them were sharing that. Uh, so last year we were able to come in and bless these guys with a, I've designed uh, a different kind of little shower system. It is a regular bathroom stall. It's got a toilet, but right in front of the toilet is a small drain and right above the toilet is a shower head. So we build one building and it has a shower and a bathroom combined. So you shut the lid of the toilet, you take a shower. Otherwise you use the toilet. And what that's done is on places like San Diego and Pedro, they have so little land that uh, this enabled them to both have uh we could we, there was not enough land at pedro's house san diego san diego had a tiny bit more land but san diego already had a shower to bathroom and so to build another shower and bathroom would have taken up most of his extra land there just wasn't physically enough land at pedro's house so we were able to build them both this little new econo toilet that i make and so now Pedro has a two toilets and a shower at his house and San Diego has two showers and two toilets. Um, it worked out pretty well because San Diego has the sister that, and the mom that lives on his side of the house and he has two daughters. And so there was more women. So it worked out with more showers. So I hope that works out pretty good. In the, but they're all used to sharing stuff. This year, we were able to buy some of their coffee. They had a lot of debt with a producer. And when you get into debt with a producer, you can't pay that debt off with money. You can only pay that debt off with coffee. So there's interest three to 4% a month occurring all this time that you have that debt, but you can only pay it back with the coffee you produce. And so two years ago, um, it was hot and there were a few, uh, some little fires. And one of those fires was next to his farm. It came into his farm. It killed a lot of the, the new coffee we'd planted. So that set him behind on, on coffee production. This year, he's paid off his debt to the mill and he was able to sell us a part of that coffee. So we just bought the coffee straight out. We haven't found a buyer for it yet. But until then, I'll bring it in with our coffee in June and then we will um, roast it and sell it. And hopefully that helps helps us out, helps them out. And it'll let you guys buy directly from, from these guys. Um, and so we'll charge them a fee to roast the coffee and stuff. Uh, we buy the coffee um, on the ground 
and then we'll give them a portion of the profits once it sells. That'll give them about double what they would get just selling it to a coyote in the street. Once they're able to find a buyer and not go through me and I don't have to roast it, then they'll make three to four times more money selling their coffee that way. I don't mind selling it. The problem is I'm not selling all of my coffee green. So to take on somebody else's coffee or I'm not selling all of my coffee roasted. So I'm not in the position to start selling their coffee roasted on a permanent basis. This year, they're going to have probably 80 to 90 pounds of roasted coffee between the two brothers. But the two brothers do have separate farms. So we were able to buy from them individually. And so we'll see whose coffee is, uh, is best in the cup. And then we'll start working on finding him somebody to uh, a little roaster that'll buy it and start helping them out by selling their coffee. Uh, these two guys have worked for us for probably about three years. Uh, Pedro works a couple of days a week on the farm and then he guards every night, seven days a week while we're back in the States. At this point, we're only in the States about half the year. Uh, where we used to be in the States maybe two or three weeks out of the year before COVID. So at this point, these guys are taking over more of the day-to-day -day stuff on the farm. I'll come up for fertilizings, and then my whole family comes up during harvest. But I'm hoping that, you know, what we're doing to help these guys out, uh, doing projects for their house. Uh, every time we do a project and we have leftover parts, um, tin for the roof and wood, things like that, we are normally able to to get it to these guys it helps them on their house a little bit of extra pay helps on day-to-day -day stuff and then buying their coffee makes a huge difference because these guys have a coffee farm probably the size of your backyard i doubt they'll ever produce more than a bag of coffee which is 150 pounds of green coffee but the goal is as long as we keep we can start getting donations for this new bank we've started uh at the nonprofit. And we'll be able to make loans for them to buy farms. And when we find them a buyer, then they'll be able to uh, to grow coffee. And we give them our old plant, or not our old plants, the plants that we don't plant every year. They make a list of who needs what. And then we, we divide up those plants every year according to the size of their farm and how many plants they need. Then we, because uh, we're trying to get every farm planted 100%. So if you guys have any questions about Pedro Santiago, then please just shoot them to uh, Legacy Farms Coffee at hotmail.com uh, or you can message me on Facebook. But please um, let us know if you've got any questions, if you've got any ideas or suggestions for a podcast that we could do to answer some questions. Or if you guys would like to be on a podcast, just let me know and we'd be glad to have you on it. But we're doing podcasts on roasted coffee, green coffee, uh, bringing coffee to the States how coffee's bought, sold, grown, dried, all the processes. We'll have a podcast on it. And uh, we're thinking that it's going to be probably about 8 o'clock to 8.30 on Wednesday nights is what we're thinking. But thanks for joining us, guys. Send us questions and we will get back to you as quick as we can. Thanks for your time.